Hello and welcome to the Motivation Mob podcast. I am your host, MW. Hey, Motivation Mob, MW here. What is the number one thing that's keeping you poor? What is the biggest reason you are not rich right now? That's what we're talking about in this episode of the Motivation Mob podcast. (laughs) So, what is the number one thing, the single biggest factor in how rich you are right now? The single biggest factor that determines how poor you are and how long you will be poor. Well, let me start this episode by making just one very small clarification. Well, it's not really small. It's a big one. There is a big difference between being broke and being poor. Being broke, that's just a circumstance of life. Those are the circumstances you find yourself in. Being poor, being poor is not about your circumstances. Being poor is something that is a lot more permanent in your life. It's not about circumstances. Being poor is about who you are as a person or what you... Oh, I nearly gave it away there. (laughs) Okay, so what is the number one thing keeping you poor? It's your beliefs. You see, being broke has nothing to do with your beliefs. Being broke is just a circumstance you currently find yourself in. Even somebody who is rich can go broke temporarily and then find their wealth again. How many times have you seen wealthy people go absolutely flat broke and they make that money back? It happens, right? But at the same time, and this is the reason why I say poverty is something that lasts a longer time. It's a part of who you are. How many times have you seen people who didn't have much money growing up who suddenly find a lot of wealth? Maybe they win the lottery. What about sports people? How many sports people have you seen gain a lot of wealth because of well, their skills, only for them to go absolutely flat broke a little well, further on into their lives. Well, they make all of that wealth relatively quickly and then they lose that wealth again and go back to the brokenness or the poverty or the relative poverty from whence they came. Being broke, being broke happens. You cannot control some circumstances in life, but you can control the general direction of your life. That's why a broke person can make a lot of money and then go broke again. That's why a rich person can go very, very broke, absolutely flat broke, and then make that money back again, right? So it has to do with the beliefs that you have. It's about who you are as a person. Somebody with the right kind of beliefs, the right beliefs, can make 
whatever wealth they want to. They can become rich. And of course, when I say rich, I don't mean just in terms of having money. In every area of your life, you can be rich in every single area of your life, whether it's your fitness, your health, whether it's your relationships, whether whatever it is. It is up to the beliefs that you hold. The beliefs that you hold will ultimately determine how rich you are. But if you have the wrong kind of beliefs, if you have beliefs that are not helpful, if you have beliefs that work against being rich, that work against having that wealth, the wealth that you want in terms of your finances, the quality of your relationships and all of that in every single area of your life, if your beliefs erode the wealth that you have in any area of your life, you will become poor as a consequence. So poverty is a belief system. Wealth is a belief system. There are certain things that you will need to believe in order for you to be poor. There are certain things that you need to believe in order for you to become rich. So if you find yourself in a place in your life where you feel poor, if you find yourself at a place in your life where you have some sort of lack in any area of your life, whether it's your work relationships, your personal relationships, your health, your fitness, your how much you give back to your community, to your family, to everybody around you, to random people you meet, how spiritual you feel, how, how much spiritual wealth you have. Do you have a lot of... Whatever lack that you feel in your life, it is a direct result of your beliefs. Whatever... Whatever abundance you feel in your life, whatever wealth you have in any area of your life, it is because of your beliefs. But why? Why is it that your beliefs make you poor or rich? Now, I've said this many times in previous episodes, and I will continue to say this for as long as it remains true. Your beliefs dictate what actions you take. Ultimately, your beliefs dictate what actions you take. And very often, the beliefs we have are self-fulfilling prophecies, which becomes very dangerous. If you believe deep down that you are a poor person, that you cannot make any money, that you will die a poor person, that maybe you don't even deserve to make money, or you don't possess the skills necessary, you don't possess the knowledge necessary, or whatever belief system that has created the poverty in whatever area of your life that you feel it, for as long as you believe those things, you will take certain actions that will only confirm those beliefs at the end of the day. What do I mean by this? Well, let's say you want to lose weight. But you have that belief that you are incapable of losing weight. Or you have that belief that you need to turn to food for comfort, for satisfaction. Or you have that belief that will sabotage your attempt to lose 
weight. And how will it sabotage that? Well, if you hold the belief that you need to turn to food for comfort, that food gives you that sense of relief, that sense of satisfaction, that comfort that you lack in, well, maybe from your family or wherever it is you feel that lack. If you believe that food can plug that hole, can fill that void, and it's often what you turn to in order to fill that lack that you feel in your life. If that's the belief that you have, and you genuinely want to become healthier, you want to lose weight. Well, by having that belief, you will feel as though you are depriving yourself of comfort, of happiness. And what happens? Well, the human mind is programmed to move towards pleasure and to get as far away from pain as possible. So that entire scenario where you are depriving yourself of feeling pleasurable feelings, that satisfaction, that whatever it is, that comfort, whatever it is that food gives you, you will feel as though that entire situation is displeasurable. So what will happen? Well, you will feel certain emotions. You may feel angry, annoyed, you may feel depressed, and when you feel those things, what's the action you take? Well, naturally, because you feel this displeasure in your life, when you're maybe, let's say, on a diet or you've just started working out, you will feel this displeasure. It will be unpleasurable. Well, mainly because what you're focusing on, but we'll get into that later on. You will feel this displeasure in your life or in that moment. And this displeasure, this feeling that you, you generate and the meaning that you attach to what you feel in that moment, when you feel that displeasure, what does it mean to you? Does it mean that you need to go and find a way of feeling better? When you feel down in the dumps, that emotion, what, what does it mean to you? You see, you have that belief, and the belief results in a thought. That thought makes you feel something. And when you feel that thought... When you feel that feeling, that emotion arising within you, what meaning do you attach to that emotion that arises? And what meaning do you attach to the initial thought? Well, whatever it is, whatever meaning you attach to these things, it ultimately results in some sort of action being taken or perhaps even some sort of action not being taken. So, you believe that you will never lose weight, you believe that you are useless, you believe that no matter what you do, you will never succeed, you believe that you need to turn to food for comfort, because in the past, you have gotten some sort of comfort, some sort of satisfaction from eating food. Okay, that's the belief. Now, what's the thought? Well, you're in a situation where you know you want to lose weight, you know you need to do what it takes for you to lose weight, you know why you want to lose weight, and in fact, you feel motivated to lose weight. Your why makes you feel like going out there and having perfect health, having that perfect body, being able to fit into those genes that you haven't been able to fit into for the past five years or so. So, the motivation is there in the beginning, right? So, what happens then? 
Well, you still have this negative belief. You still have these beliefs that don't work for you. And what happens? You find yourself, maybe somebody says something or something happens, a thought pops into your mind, like, wow, can I really do this? Wow, I, I think I'm actually kind of hungry. Wow, I really miss that feeling that I get from eating. Wow, maybe I won't be able to do this after all. Wow, whatever that negative thought is, that thought will come from your beliefs. You believe you can't do it. You believe you need to turn to food for satisfaction, for happiness, whatever it is. And because you believe those things, you will have these thoughts come up. And the thoughts won't be helpful. Think of a time you tried to do something. If you've ever had a New Year's resolution that didn't work out, what were the thoughts that led to you feeling that emotion that led to the action that resulted in you giving up on that goal? There are always thoughts that lead to the actions, but the thoughts lead to emotion, and emotion leads to that action. So, where are we? So, you've thought all these things. How do you feel now? Well, you might feel down. You might feel demotivated. You might feel a little depressed. And what does that actually do? What does that mean to you? It means you need to do something to relieve this negativity, to put yourself in a higher emotional state. You need to get away from this pain and move yourself towards pleasure. That's what the human brain is wired to do, to get you away from pain and move you towards that pleasure. So what happens? What happens is you take action to move yourself from this pain that you feel and towards the pleasure that you will get by eating your favorite comfort food, as unhealthy as you know it is. You may take action that leads you to missing out on your workouts and instead, instead hanging out with your buddies and drinking all night, getting all sorts of wasted and waking up the next morning with all sorts of a crazy hangover. Because it is a pleasurable event, it is a pleasurable thing for you to be out with your friends having fun, as opposed to at home alone, running on the treadmill, and feeling that pain, the physical pain <laughs> that you will feel when you are beginning your workout, right at the beginning of your workout program. Does that make sense? So then what happens? Well, you've taken that action, and that action will naturally have results. What's the result? Well, you've eaten an entire cake on your own, an entire chocolate cake on your own. What's the result? Well, you might put on an extra pound. What else? Well, you skipped your workout and decided to binge on Netflix the whole day, and then the day after that, because you still didn't feel that great, you skipped your next workout and you decided to go out all night with your friends, and well, you're hungover the next day, so you skipped that workout, what's the result of that? Well, the result is, you're not getting much exercise, and you've already eaten this cake, and well, you're probably going to eat something else that you know isn't healthy, what happens? Well, you might put on extra weight, or best case scenario, you don't put on any extra weight aside from the one pound you've already put on from binging on that cake. So what does that do to your beliefs? Well, it only strengthens the initial negative belief, the belief that you cannot lose that weight, 
that you need to turn to food for comfort. Well, you've proven that. You felt bad, you turned to food, you ate an entire chocolate cake, you felt better, you've only made that belief stronger. So what does this have to do with how rich you are, how poor you are? Well, the same thing is true with money. If you give a homeless person a million dollars right now, the beliefs that led to them being homeless haven't changed. The beliefs that led to them living in the poverty that they live in before you give them that money, those beliefs haven't changed. So what will happen? Well, they will have money temporarily. But they are still poor in terms of their mentality. They are still poor in terms of the actions they take based upon the beliefs that they have. They're still poor in terms of the actions they take based upon the emotions they feel and the meanings they attach to those emotions and the thoughts that cause these emotions and the meanings they attach to those thoughts. But all of this comes from the beliefs that they have, the original beliefs that created the poverty that is in their lives. What about a rich person? Well, a rich person has those beliefs that have created the wealth that they already have. In whatever area of life, they already have the beliefs that lead to the thoughts, that lead to the emotions, that lead to the actions that create success which only strengthens their beliefs. They already have those beliefs. So if they lose everything overnight, well, not much changes with their beliefs. Well, I say not much. They still have the beliefs that created the wealth to begin with. So they do not have any money. They're broke. But being broke is a temporary thing because the beliefs will ultimately dictate whether you stay broke or you make some money. So what happens? They have their beliefs which lead to the thoughts, which lead to the emotions, which then lead to them taking the actions that give them back the wealth they have lost. So the number one thing that's keeping you poor, that is keeping everybody who is poor in this world poor, it's not a lack of money, it's not a lack of resources, it's not a lack of opportunity, it's none of that. It is a lack of the right beliefs. If you want to do anything in your life, work on your beliefs first. If you want to change whatever situation you are in, if you are broke right now, change your beliefs. Change your beliefs and you will make that money back. But if you are poor, if you have those bad beliefs and you make a bit of money now, if you have those unhelpful beliefs and you make a little bit of money now, if you keep those beliefs that made you poor to begin with and you make a little bit of money now, heck, you could make a lot of money now. You could make a billion dollars right now. What will happen? You will go back to being broke because you do not have the right beliefs and so you cannot take the right actions that will grow or at the very least maintain your wealth for you simple as that focus 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 on your beliefs there will always be some beliefs that do not serve you and when you grow out of those beliefs and into healthier ones you will begin to make progress 
in your life, in whatever area of your life you want to be successful in. I hope that makes a lot of sense. I hope you found this inspiring. I hope you found this shareworthy. And if you did, if you found this to be useful, if you found this to be inspirational, if you found this to be shareworthy, please, 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 please share this with somebody you love because you, my friend, you will just help that person realize that they need to grow into newer healthier, more beneficial beliefs and the success that will result from you sharing this with them and them growing into newer, healthier beliefs, well, that success will be all because of you. you that person you love will succeed only because you cared enough to share this with them. I hope to see you in the next episode. See you soon.